0: We made it. It is Friday. Welcome to it. And, of course, every Friday means another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast for you. It's Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison.
1: Hi, Adam. It's good to be with you and with the rest of our listeners. I hope that you have continued to enjoy um, this podcast as we've gone through this summer and through these past few months, especially considering why Jesus came. And and so today we're going to wrap up our series on why Jesus came. Um as I as I often say with these series, I well, I think I often say and I often think it anyway that the these series are in no way intended to be exhaustive. Um I try to to do series that are that are reasonable length so that we can actually see an end of the series, but it shouldn't be the end of our learning, it shouldn't be the end of our thought processes on processes on the subject, but it is Um, The ending of this series on why Jesus came and the last one we're going to cover is Jesus came to be our king and incidentally if you go back through those episodes and you find and you think of something another reason why Jesus came that you think should be highlighted I'd be welcome I'd be open to adding to the series I I feel like I'm tripping over my words today Um, but that happens but anyway. So we're here um, to wrap up this series about why Jesus came. And so Adam's going to give us our quote of the day,
0: which comes from the book of John. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews? But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, art thou a king then? Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born for this cause came I unto the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth, every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. Then Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault at all. John eighteen verses thirty six through thirty eight.
1: And the key phrase that I wanted to bring out in this opening verse, which is our the setup for our discussion, is when Pilate said, are you a king then? And then Jesus said, thou sayest I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world. Mm. So Jesus came um, to be our king. And, and you know, it's kind of interesting that there is a Lord of the Rings movie called The Return of the King, yeah. and we as believers anticipate um, at any moment that the, the king of kings and lord of lords could return. And so... It is with this in mind that we produce um, this podcast on a, on a weekly basis so that as long as Jesus tarries, we are faithful to him and we are encouraging one another on our uh, Christian journey and that if he comes back, he will find us faithful in doing his business. Um, and so that's very important. And so um, I just think it's, it's an important thing to consider that, that Jesus came to be our king. There's a lot of things to consider as far as that goes. I think one of the most important is um, we should honor Jesus um, because He is a King. Um, A lot of times people say, um, "Have you made Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life?" And then sometimes they separate it because people will say, "Well, I made Him Savior at a certain point, and then you know later on I realized that He was Lord, or I made Him Lord, but." But Lord and King is something that he is. It's not something that we make him. Yes, there has to be a point in our lives where we acknowledge who he is. And that's a very real thing. But it's not something that he all of a sudden becomes. It is what he is. And so as we consider we should honor Jesus because he is king. Why don't you read that first verse there, Adam?
0: I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things. And before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, thou shalt keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall shew, who is the blessed and only potentate the King of kings, the Lord of lords. It's First Timothy 6, verses 13 through 15.
1: Again, so this is, this is um, speaking of Jesus' position. Whatever we acknowledge him as does not change his position. He is Lord. Um, it's not a matter of making him Lord because he is. It's a matter of us getting to the place where we acknowledge him as Lord. And I think that's an important thing. And, um, you know, the blessed and only potentate, the king of kings, the lord of lords. Um, there's a lot of here, lot here. But the the biggest thing is there's no debate who's higher. You know, I i um I saw that, that there was a there was a a discussion at some point about a list of the greatest kings of all, all time and um whoever made that list put Jesus at the top, but the point was also made that he doesn't belong on a list because he is the king there's no one to compare to him and and he doesn't belong on a list with anyone he he's preeminent above anyone and actually he he um sets up and takes down kings you know he chooses who will lead different parts of the world you know that's all on him to figure that out because he is king and so we should honor him as such and then the second point is he is king over all the earth
0: and from jesus christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loves us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. It's Revelation five.
1: I want you to take a minute uh, to consider this, if you will, and that is that um, Jesus Christ um, was our faithful witness, and he is the prince of the kings of the earth, the highest of all the kings, kind of like we already said, and he loved us and he washed us from our sins in his own blood. He didn't send somebody else to do what only he could do. He realized he could. He was the only one that could do it, and he, he condescended to do it. And that is so, that we, we can be so grateful that that is a journey that he chose um, to take for himself. And so I'm very grateful um, that he has. And so Adam, as we can, as we consider these first two points, um, all the introver- introverses as well as The first two main points, which is we should honor Jesus because he is king and that he is king over all the earth. Do you have any thoughts on these two things before we go on?
0: Especially uh, the one we just covered where he is king over all the earth. You know, you think back in that time of all kings and rulers, and it was always, you know, what can the people give to me or how can they worship me? And Jesus is the only king that was basically coming down and saying, uh, what can I do for you? That just completely blows out any other kingship that's ever existed. If you stop and think about it, I mean, the fact that he'd give his own blood to save us, he truly is the best king, the king of all kings. When you think about that, he's the only one that wanted to give instead of receive.
1: Ah, uh, and yeah, that's that's really amazing to to think about. You know, I think there's a there's a song that I think JQ, um, this JQ, this current station uh plays during Christmas time and I know um Wally from the Wally show who has been featured on this podcast by the way if you go back in the archives episode 149 I'm pretty excited about that one if you don't know but anyway he <laughs> one of his favorite Christmas songs that they play um besides the Christmas shoes which is a running joke <laughs> on the show because nobody else on the show oh boy. likes it and I know I'm digressing but I'm getting to the point that one of his favorite songs is How Many Kings And I don't remember who sings it, but it's such a great song because it, it, it talks about how many Kings stepped down from their throne, you know, how many Kings, uh, you know, had, had a plan of their own basically to, to redeem, uh, their people. Yeah. You know, most Kings, they, they lorded over their people. They, you know, they, they say, I'm King. So do what, do what. I tell you to do. And of course, there is an element of that where Jesus does say that to us. But when he was on the earth, he said, the son of man comes not to be served, but to give, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so that's kind of the, the, um, the paradox, if you will, between the way we look at kingship and the way he did. Um, uh, he will give us the victory. These shall make
0: war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is Lord of lords and King of Kings and that they are with him are called and chosen and faithful. It's Revelation seventeen fourteen.
1: All right. So in this verse, we see um, a coming future time when there will be war and Jesus as the King of Kings uh, and those who are called to be with him, which is you and I, if we've trusted Jesus Christ will gain the victory. And there's, there is debate among Christians as to how exactly the end times will take place. But there's one thing that we can all agree on, and that is that Jesus is coming back and that he will be victorious. So the next one is, he will bring a sword.
0: And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. winepress of the fierceness and wrath of almighty God and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written king of kings and lord of lords it's revelation 19 verses 11 through 16
1: and I know that this is a big passage of scripture but it's hard to hard to cut it apart because (laughs) it's so good um but again it's kind of talking about him um making war and uh I'm trying to find it here. His name is called the Word of God. And, uh, oh, out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he will smite the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. A lot of times people say God is love, and they often use that to ridicule Christians for holding a definite moral standard. Hmm. The fact of the matter is that God is love, but it's because of God's love that he sent his son to die on a Roman cross for you and me, even though he was perfect. Even though he did nothing wrong, he still hung on that cross for us. And he didn't do that because we were perfect on our own. If we were perfect on our own, if we could do it ourselves, there would have been no reason for him to to hang on a cross. Right. And so so he's given us every opportunity to trust him and to come to him in faith and to be on his side because there is coming a time when he will brandish a sword, when he will judge the nations who have chosen to reject him. Um, that's a reality of scripture and that's something that is not pleasant to talk about, but it's something that, um, I would be remiss as a host of this podcast and as the founder of speaking for him, if I did not share it with you, because it it's in sharing the bad news that I can say, you don't have to go through that because you can make sure that you are on his side before he comes back. And my prayer is that, um, every one of you. Would make that decision for Christ, um, because there's coming a time when uh, the dividing line will be made permanent, and uh, whoever does not decide for Christ decides against him. There is no fence sitting in the kingdom of God. Um, so, Adam, what are your thoughts on these last two?
0: Well, you you read those, and um, it's a lot to take in because you hear like war and and swords coming out of mouths, and you're like, oh my word, what's going on? But I, there's so much hope in these because like, the title of the show is called Jesus Came to Be Our King. To me, with these two things we just covered, it says also Jesus will continue to be our king. Uh, there's hope. He's coming back. He's going to, um, I don't want to say reclaim his earthly throne because he's already sitting on that. But he's He's going to make it what he meant it to be. And there, there's so much hope in that. And granted, you got to go through a few things for a little bit, but it's not going to compare to the joy that is to come so i I love the hope it gives in there that Jesus is our king, continues to be our king, and will eternally be our king
1: oh absolutely it's 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 an exciting um prospect to consider, and I hope that it gives you hope as I said you know there is is bad news um in the midst of it, but there is is good news that comes from it if we make the right decision and then one final thing uh, for this show. Um, he deserves our thanks. I'll give
0: thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endureth forever. It's Psalm 136,
1: 3. Again, the title Lord of lords is is saying that of all the gods that there is in the world, he is the Lord of them all, you know. Um, and, and Jesus talks about people that serve other gods as being, um, you know, sons of their father, the devil. Um and he he gives examples in the Old Testament like the prophets of Baal who cut themselves and danced around ritualistically calling on the prophets of Baal or calling on Baal to light the fire under the um under the calf to show that he was God on Mount Carmel. And then um I always forget if it was Elijah or Elisha, but I think it was Elijah. He simply called upon God after asking them to douse the wood with water and dig a trench and all this stuff that would make it impossible for a fire to light. He just called out to God and said, "God, show them who you are by by accepting the sacrifice and consuming it in fire." And God did that and proved that He was the Lord of all gods. And uh, there were there are numerous other times in the scriptures. Where that happened, And I suppose that could be a study in and of itself of how people that served other gods came to know the true and living God. Um But, and we may get into that more um, on the show, on the podcast, because the truths of scripture are so rich. But the, the biggest thing I want to leave you with today, as we end, is that he is the Lord of Lords and his mercy endures forever. We are here doing the Speaking for Him podcast because of the mercy of God. Uh, there's nothing in me that makes me any better than anyone um, on the earth, anyone who has been on the earth. Um, as as the speaker recently said when I was listening to a sermon, uh, Jesus doesn't make me better than anyone else, but he makes me better off than a lot of people. Mm. But the thing is, he can give you the same uh, security and promise that he gave to me and I hope that you will embrace him today if you have not already done so. Any final words, Adam?
0: Just the hope that comes from being reminded that Jesus is King, he's he's such a merciful King. That's why it even says in that verse, you know, describing God, his mercy endureth forever. And you know, Andrew, you'd mentioned earlier, like if you don't know Christ or maybe have never tried, or maybe this is the first time hearing about him, um just Give give him a chance. He's so good. Once you truly get to know him, you know why so many have found him and continue to follow him. Because he at the, he's, he's the end of all things, if you, if you think about it. you know He is the king of kings. So you could go around in a bunch of cul-de-sacs, but eventually you're going to get to the road that is to him anyways. But um, if, if you haven't ever given him a chance in your life, I just encourage you to do so because uh, he's so good. And I, I just pray every person gets to
1: experience that. Amen. Well, uh, we will leave you with that today. I just want to say in closing that that is that is the um, this is the capstone show of our uh, Why Jesus Came series. So you can go back through the archives and and look for those shows. Um, uh, as with so many of our series, they're not directly in order because different interviews or opportunities on the show come up, and so. Um, things do change, but, um, but they are there. And so we hope that you have enjoyed this series of getting to know a little bit more about why Jesus came and, and who he is as the best of masters, who every week, um, I, I ask you, uh, wholeheartedly to keep serving him. And so I will sign off that way again. I will say have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters.